Credential Impact Live. So I'm joined by Anil Wadwani and Ben Bulmer, our CEO and CFO, as well as Diana Guzman, the Group Director of Sustainability. Thank you all very much indeed for joining us. We're very grateful to have you headlining Impact Live, our employee radio show, to celebrate Prudential's refreshed approach to all things sustainability. So with that in mind, Ben, can I ask you, first of all, until now, we've always referred to ESG as the terminology that we use. Can you please explain why we're changing it to sustainability and what the difference might be? Yeah, absolutely. And, and thank you for the welcome, Ed. Look, as you'd expect, there's a considerable degree of overlap between sustainability and environment, social and governance or ESG issues. Uh, and you'll hear one of our speakers later on discuss the differences between ESG and sustainability. But in short, uh, for me, sustainability is a far more comprehensive term. Uh, it's a term that signifies the creation of value and growth through positive impact. And that encompasses environmental, social, and economic dimensions. Now, what ESG has historically done is to attempt to give frameworks and standards around elements of sustainability. These frameworks still exist, but overall, our thinking is just a little broader. And to some degree, this is reflecting a shift that's happening across the industry and among many global corporations. And that broader sustainability view is something we're challenging ourselves to embed in every pillar and enabler of our strategy. So it's a journey we're very excited to be on, Ed. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Over to you, Anil. Uh, thanks, Ed. And uh, I would like to fully echo what Ed said, uh, and he's absolutely spot on. Uh, and again, uh, sustainability is not new to Prudential. We have a rich history of 175 years uh, working and operating and serving communities across uh, the different parts uh, of the world. And we stand out uh, in terms of the innovation, in terms of the creation of products and services that we bring to our customers, the offering of diverse uh, workplace, as well as the investments that we have made in communities uh, over many, many decades. Since um, I took over as the CEO of uh, Prudential 10 months back, we have crafted our new set of values, our new purpose, our new strategy. And we believe uh, that sustainability is absolutely core to our new strategy. Towards that, uh, we've also now appointed Diana Guzman as the head of sustainability. And uh, she's doing a fabulous job in terms of galvanizing the entire organization to put their shoulder to the wheel on the sustainability initiatives. Brilliant. Thank you. Now, you mentioned a new business strategy there. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you see sustainability reflected in the new business strategy? Yeah, it's, I think it's a great question, Ed. And uh, we went through some intense level of debate when we were crafting our new purpose, a new set of values, as well as our new strategy. And the debate was around where does sustainability fit in there? Is it a key enabler? Uh, is it a strategic pillar? Or does it really need to rise up and become uh, part of the core purpose as to why Prudential is in the business of insurance and asset management? And towards that, we raised the profile and actually embedded our entire sustainability into our core purpose, which is being a partner and protector for every life and for every future. 
And uh, towards that, I think it's simply a privilege uh, to be a part of an industry that is so very committed to creating simple health and financial products and services to serve uh, the different communities across the markets that we operate in Asia and Africa. Brilliant. Thank you. Now, Ben, for anyone who hasn't read the sustainability strategy, can you tell us what it means? Give us a little bit more detail and I guess touch on, on the impact that it will have. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to do that, Ed. And I think Prudential's really in a unique position. We, we've got the potential to protect up to 4 billion people across our footprint of greater China, ASEAN, India, and Africa. And our actions, candidly, as an insurance partner and protector of individuals will ultimately support a sustainable and inclusive future for both existing and future generations. Now, underpinning that, our sustainability strategy is centered on three key pillars. Firstly, simple and accessible financial and health protection, including elements like sustainable accessible offerings and inspiring things like financial literacy across populations. Secondly, responsible investment. Uh, By that, I mean decarbonizing our portfolio and contributing to financing the green transition. Uh, And really, the final pillar is sustainable business practices. And by that, I mean a a culture that empowers individuals advancing our diversity and inclusion agendas, for example. And really, ultimately, Ed, good governance and responsible business practices will continue to be a critical foundation of our strategy, be that corporate governance, ethics, digital responsibility, risk management, and so on. We, as Prudential, operate in highly regulated environments So having good governance is key. And of course, these practices and commitments also extend to the third parties we partner with. Yeah, of course, of course. Now, I heard Deanna, who Anil mentioned a little bit earlier on, say that when it comes to sustainability, organizations need to walk the walk as well as talk the talk. So how are we converting talk into action? Yeah, no, thank you. And look, I think we're proud of the... uh, the many steps we've already taken, uh, as Anil mentioned earlier, you know, Diane has come on board and is doing a great job in driving the ESG and now sustainability agenda. Let me give you an example. In, in 2023, uh, Pru was actually the anchor investor for the largest and first ever sustainable exchange uh, traded fund uh, in Singapore. We invested uh, 300 million US dollars into that. That's an evolutionary step. Um, and gives investors access to best-in-class companies across Asia-Pacific who are committed to reducing carbon emissions. Uh, We've done an awful lot of work uh, looking at financing a just and inclusive transition. And in simple terms, that means focusing our support on accelerating clean energy transitions of the more carbon-intensive companies in emerging markets, And we're doing that through engagement and providing opportunities for financing rather than simply divesting from these companies. That's that's not an easy step to take, Ed. We we are indeed faced with some challenges. Uh, Many industry standards on climate change don't yet address the need uh, for these financing steps to finance these carbon-intensive companies that need to transition from brown to green despite the fact that there's a very real need to do so. And of course, in achieving that, there's a very high potential for a very significant decarbonization impact. 
Additionally, that, that financing gap is actually largest in emerging markets, the markets we're operating in. And, and this issue hinders both the, uh, the ability of these markets to effectively transition to lower carbon economies, but also their social and economic growth. Um, so we've therefore developed an approach on financing the transition that addresses these challenges. That Prudential, as partners and protectors for every life and every future, we remain committed to exploring innovative opportunities in partnership with multiple stakeholders in both the public and private sectors. Thanks, Ben. And Anil, your thoughts on the same subject? Yeah, I, I would go back to our rich history of 175 years, and we've had many opportunities and great illustrations of, of areas and, and opportunities where we have been able to device inclusive products to serve the communities that uh, we operate in. Uh, and while we have done a fair amount of work in this area, there is a lot, lot more to be done. For example, we recently launched a critical illness product in Cambodia, and you could access this product for as little as $25 of premium per year. We have, as part of our Prudence Foundation initiative, significant initiatives that help spread financial literacy. We have under our charging uh, program, which is an award-winning program, uh, we're making a real impact on the lives of uh, children and families by raising their awareness on financial uh, literacy. Likewise, as uh, being a preeminent uh, player in uh, the insurance and the asset management sector, we look at opportunities to provide our level of solidarity in and along with the, some of the other industry players and towards that, uh, we recently signed the Nairobi Declaration on Sustainable Insurance at the Climate uh, Africa Summit. So, uh, as you can tell, uh, given our rich history and experience, we already have made uh, significant contributions to the societies and the communities that we operate in. But the level of work that's ahead of us will mean that we have to galvanize the entire strength of our organization as well as our extended families, our agents, our, our partners to be able to provide greater emphasis and greater traction to the sustainability initiatives. Prudential. Impact. Live. Thank you very much. Now, obviously, um, Pru is a private enterprise that is leading the way when it comes to sustainability. But obviously, there's a great responsibility for the public sector, for public enterprises to do something similar. How do the two work together, Ben? Yeah, thanks, Ed. I, I think you're, you're right. Sustainability is very much a collective journey, uh, a journey that impacts all of our stakeholders, our, our customers, employees, shareholders, our communities. So we need to collaborate with others and find ways of aligning our business performance and our societal impact. Now, regulators are going to be crucial to accelerating the energy transition in our markets, for example. We actively engage with them to address the barriers for financing the transition I was referencing earlier. Public and private enterprises need to be working together on shared challenges and working together to mobilize as much capital as possible. Our chair, Shriti Vidira, is co-chairing the Private Sector Investment Lab. Uh, that's an initiative of the World Bank and uh, an initiative that's looking exactly at this problem. 
Um, we are also participating in the Just Energy Transition Partnership, uh, which is a public-private partnership to accelerate energy transition in Vietnam. And of course, public-private partnership is also important when it comes to accessible, inclusive product solutions, one of our key pillars in the sustainability strategy. Brilliant. Thank you, Ben. So a uh, huge topic at the moment. Everyone is talking about AI. How are we thinking about using artificial intelligence in our operations in a sustainable way? Yeah, great question, Ed. Uh, but before I answer uh, the AI question, I just want to go back to the previous point on public-private partnership. And I guess uh, the important facet of ensuring that some of the initiatives on just and inclusive transition gather momentum. It's important for organizations such as Prudential to engage in a very meaningful manner with regulators across the spectrum of markets that we operate in because these standards are evolving. And I guess there is an opportunity for us to be able to provide a level of thought leadership to be able to shape some of this thinking so that we can provide a force multiplier effect to the initiatives around sustainability. Now, coming back uh, to your question on AI, it's going to have a profound impact. I truly believe that uh, AI is going to have a meaningful, meaningful contribution to how we service our customers. For that matter, how we underwrite uh, risks. We have launched uh, several pilots on AI, and we are already kind of seeing a meaningful impact of that on productivity and you know saves in terms of money, time, and, and resources. You could argue, on the other hand, that AI currently uses large language models that are very odorous on consuming power. But in the longer term, the advantage that AI is going to bring in terms of productivity and the impact it's going to have in the way we service clients or the, in the way we kind of protect lives is going to have a meaningful impact, and as a result of that, a significant impact on the sustainability initiatives. Thank you. Um, now, there's, there's clearly a lot that Potential has been doing well for a long time. Sustainability is inherently linked to insurance, as we mentioned before. But what are some of the areas that you are concerned about, Anil? Yeah, I think the way we think about sustainability, and Diana has been providing a lot of kind of guidance around that, is in, in three uh, specific areas. One is providing simple and accessible financial and health protection, which I alluded to earlier. Uh, second is, given the fact that we are one of the larger asset owners and asset managers, uh, we carry a responsibility of uh, investing responsibly. And the third aspect is more, how do we kind of create sustainable businesses, which effectively comes back to offering diverse an inclusive environment for our people. And towards that, we have uh, made certain progress, but I'm not necessarily pleased with the level of progress that we are making. And again, a good statistic of that is that we have 34% of women in our leadership team. That is simply an unacceptable statistic. We would like that to be closer to 50-50. And towards that, we have kind of put some quantifiable targets for ourselves as a leadership team to be able to significantly move the dial on the 34% women participation in leadership teams. So that is one area that I would like to specifically call out as part of creating a sustainable business environment at Prudential. 
Thank you. Now, quite rightly, um, colleagues listening to this will be thinking, how does this affect me? Uh, and what can I personally do to contribute to the sustainability push? So what is the personal responsibility of, of each employee? Yeah, firstly, I would like uh, everyone to get behind this. Everyone can, in their own small ways, make a significant contribution. And then if you add up uh, the power of our 20,000 employees uh, across the markets of Asia and Africa, as well as our extended families of agent partners, vendors, I think we can provide a force multiplier impact in terms of the progress that we intend to do on, on, on sustainability. Me personally, I think as part of uh, my core responsibility, driving a much more inclusive uh, and a much more uh, social, a sustainable work culture, uh, I think is going to be right front and center of, of how we want to kind of shape the culture and shape uh, the growth of our organization. And again, uh, there are several uh, initiatives in flight towards that. Uh, and as I said, there is more to come in the months and, and years uh, ahead of us. Thank you very much. So uh, a question then for you both to round up. We're asking each employee, including yourselves, to make a personal commitment to sustainability and then to share those on our One Proof page. So what would your personal commitments be? Uh, Anil, I'm going to start with you, if you please. As I said, uh, I believe driving a more inclusive and a more uh, sustainable organization, it's important to have uh, an inclusive workforce. And that is something that I'm truly committed to. Ben, what about yourself? Uh, two things, really, from me, Ed. Uh, firstly, uh, deploying our assets and investing responsibly to support the just and inclusive transition in the markets we operate in. Uh, that's something we've talked about. Uh, the second thing is really around trying to facilitate further integration of our sustainability strategy into organizational decision-making. You know, as Anil has mentioned, ultimately, this is about engagement and inclusion, and we want people to get involved and to get behind this. Anil Wadwani, Ben Bulmer, thank you very much indeed. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, Ed. Credential. Impact live. Diana, if I could bring you in now, can I ask you to give some information to colleagues on how they're going to be involved in the sustainability push? Thank you, Ed. A very, very important question and really at the core of everything we do because we don't want this just to be, you know, a sustainability team effort. For this to be successful, just like a purpose and a values, everybody needs to understand why we're doing it and be motivated to do it, right? So the first and most important thing that we have done is the voice needs to come from the top, right? We need to hear right from the top. And as you heard, Ben and Neil, both the CFO and the CEO are really embedded into this. They really want this and they see the value for the organization. So well, how can we empower the rest of our 50,000 colleagues to feel the same way about this agenda? So we are working on three key mechanisms to do that. Well, first and foremost, we need to support our colleagues in understanding what is sustainability, why we're we doing this, why is this important, what does it have to do with me, and why do I need to care? And in order to do that, we are putting together a foundational training program that is going to be launched in mid-February. It's called the Sustainability Academy. This first year, we're going to be onboarding all our colleagues that would like to learn about sustainability to learn more about it. So I would encourage all our colleagues out there to sign up to the training. It's not long. It's half an hour, very engaging, very user-friendly and entertaining. 
see it as a way also to get some more future skills under your belt. Sustainability is here to stay. So whether you do it a pro or you do it in your next gig, it doesn't matter. So sign up, tune in, get the training done and invite your colleagues to do it. The second, we're launching the Sustainability Changemaker Network. We're inviting anyone of our colleagues to join. Colleagues are passionate about driving change of sustainability topics and their functions and across the business. By joining this network, colleagues will have the opportunity to collaborate with other change makers, but also to learn from mixers, participate in various initiatives and events, be the first ones to learn about what we're doing next, be able to shape it, so be part of the change. And the last uh, mechanism that we're creating is we are reviving our sustainability practitioner community pages in one group. We're creating a one-stop shelf for you to learn anything about sustainability in Prudential and in the world. So join us there so you get the latest news and the latest trends from the latest activities. So that's how colleagues can join us, can learn about it, can understand why we should do it and be part of the change. Last but not least, what you don't measure, you don't manage. So we actually want to understand how we are creating value, how we are moving the needle, how we are progressing. So one of the things that we're doing is setting sustainability-linked KPIs for measuring performance. And this is part of the new performance approach in Prudential, not only the what, but also the how. Sustainability is one of those. By 2026, all people managers in Prudential will have a sustainability-linked KPI to the annual performance. Everybody will be able to understand what they can bring to the table so we're working on creating that catalog KPIs for colleagues to be able to feel that they're part of this and tangibly measure the contribution that they bring to Prudential. I hope that explains how we doing it. it comes from the top, but it's going to need to spread across the organization. And like Anil and Ben said, we need everyone on this. And always happy through our sustainability practitioner community pages to hear out any feedback, comments, observations, things that you don't feel like it's right. This is everyone's strategy. Prudential. Impact. Live. For every life. For every future.